Welcome to the Mice. Oh, hang on. I don't think we're recording yet. Okay, now we're recording. Welcome to the Mice Movie Podcast. Guys, Robert Downey Jr. is going to save the planet. Yes, he is. He definitely has the money to make an impact, but it's what kind of impact can he make? What 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 do you think that he thinks he can do like an AI program to do what? Hmm. I haven't done the research. Like I know he's putting the money into an AI program that's going to do something to help it, but I'm not sure. Like if like for example, there are machines out there that they have already designed and pro- and like made at least one or two versions of that are just machines that go in the ocean and collect garbage. They just go out there and they just get it. They can make larger, gigantic versions of that. They have machines like, like Wally. Like all, all that stuff sounds pretty awesome and pretty good. Like I hope he also puts money into like getting lawmakers to make changes because that's another big thing that you can do with money. So like I'm hope he's tr- putting money into both. That'd be cool. Be Wally, an Oscar. That'd be great. Man. Uh-huh. We'd get a Wally. That'd be great. <laughs> he cleaned my room. All right. Uh, <laughs> so, um, what do we got here? Um, Russo Brothers are making Magic Gathering, I guess. Yeah! Russo Brothers doing Magic Gathering! <laughs> so what? What is the? what do you think that the story is going to be? If it's going to be a show, they say? A Netflix it's show? An, it's going to be an animated television show. Uh, I think they said... An animated. Yes. Interesting. Hey, uh, well, okay. So there's two main theories going around in the community right now. Um, there. Well, actually, I lied. There's three main theories. Um, the main... The first... Uh, and these are backed up by various sources... Uh, the first main series is that they're going to adapt what's called the Gatewatch arc, which is basically this three-year storyline that we got in, like, 15 sets that basically was kind of like um, Magic the Gathering's Avengers Endgame, basically, where they had this team of of their their main characters who went up against a villain who ended up killing a lot of people, and then they had to beat the guy, and then, and then they beat the guy. Um, that's one theory. The other theory is that it's going to continue the story after the fact, and they'll talk a lot about it. And so it's a marketing way for them to say, hey, you want to know what happened with this? We did a whole set and a book about it, because there's a book out that takes place over the storyline. Yeah. <coughs> um, oh, God, I'm going to die. Ah! <laughs> Sorry. I guess, okay, full transparency, right? So... Xbox E3 press conference is happening right now. They just uh, showed a trailer for Cyberpunk 2077, and there's Keanu Reeves! The man is everywhere! He really is. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh! I wonder if he's going to join Magic. <laughs> he probably will. <laughs> I mean, if it makes you feel better, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is like a fan of Magic the Gathering. He could be. Oh. Oh. That'd be pretty cool. I like just uh, doing these things. Uh, so the but the more the biggest theory, and this is coming straight <laughs> from the the minds and the writers and the producers of the show at Netflix, is that the show is gonna be a mixture of horror, drama, and I forgot the last and thrill thriller. Horror which, drama thriller. Yeah. And that leaves only one place and one story that they could do. Which is, uh, it's going to take place 
I'm guessing, you know, you know, tinfoil hat theory, um, that's going to take place in a place called Innistrad, which in Magic the Gathering is their gothic horror world, uh, where they kind of, you know, they have monsters, they have werewolves, zombies, vampires, ghosts, oh my. Uh, and there's a giant uh, Cthulhu monster in the moon. Wow. Uh, and the theory is that the first season is going to take place only on that world, only in with characters from that world, with a couple uh, uh, characters that they call Planeswalkers, which is basically the main main characters. Um, and that eventually the Russo brothers will eventually move their way on to doing more different worlds, but they want to keep the first world grounded so we kind of get our characters and all that together. Dude, you have me just from a Cthulhu monster in the moon. Like, I'm invested till that. <laughs> I, I, like, I like big monsters, I'm just saying. Um, so, yeah. Um, uh, but that's pretty cool, to be honest. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. God. Uh, so that's the big theory that everyone's thinking, is that we're going to get a... We're going to get a show on Innistrad that is the gothic horror world with Cthulhu monster in the in the moon that turns people into, you know, Lovecraftian horrors, basically. Nice. Um, I think that's the most likely to happen because it's one of Magic the Gathering's most popular worlds. It's a, it's a popular world. It's got a good theme. It would play very well to, anim- to an animated style, if, especially if it was a darker animated style in the vein of love death robots um and i think there's a lot that could be driven from that moving forward i love <laughs> creatures and robots what i love creatures and robots let's do this yeah i mean alex did you end up finishing love death and robots uh i haven't even watched it okay because you say you're gonna watch it with your dad right yeah but honestly i haven't been at my folks for a long time really well yeah just i've been working a lot fair enough fair enough um yeah i would recommend you guys to watch love death and robots it's a really crazy uh fun uh selection of short stories that i think are really fun and i i'm i I would be shocked to learn that that's not like the art style and the art or at least the first the first um episode of it is not the art style in the vein of like kind of craziness they want to go with uh mm-hmm. then again this is the russo brothers they they don't usually do big bloody gory things that come with this so who knows uh yeah they do action well and i think i i would like to see what their view on creature feature is they haven't done that yet yeah, I think this could be their way to do that. I think there's a lot of fun with it that could be played with this. Um, I think they picked a great uh, a great franchise to work with because it's kind of a franchise with a lot of different characters that need appropriate screen time on things. And I think they have proven that they can do that very well. And I think they've proven that they can do action-adventure and drama really well. And I think uh, moving a little bit into the horror... The horror, uh, the horror genre with where people are thinking this is going to go is a good place because I think it's the most that can leave itself most open to the storylines. And um, uh, and who knows? I mean, I, I think this is really groundbreaking because Wizards has been trying to get a magic movie made for years and 
I think a Netflix series is probably the thing that was most likely to work in the end of the day. Take it, man, because I don't know nothing about magic. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would always recommend you guys just to get caught up on the, the, the immediate lore, the more immediate lore of the last few years. There's not much to it. There's actually a pretty good, there's a reasonable book that can just get you caught up nice and complete. Uh, and a lot of the storylines available online for most people. And it's not a terrible story. It's got a lot of basic stuff going on with it that uh, I think the show is going to draw a lot from. And this is kind of this is kind of the Russo's chance to kind of do a kind of second Marvel thing without actually having to do the Marvel thing. Uh, and I think it'll be a lot of fun for a lot of people. And I think a lot of people are going to be really excited about this because Magic's a big esport now, and there's a lot of fans of it. Yeah, I think. Uh, I- I, I think I could, mm, I think my sister played it for a bit, and I asked her about it, and she's like, no, no, I didn't. I'm like, I feel like you did. But I know she played a card game at one game at one point, and it got me interested in Magic. I looked at it, and I met a few people, and like, they're into it. Yeah. Um, it looks way more interesting to me than, like, Settlers of Catan, and I, like, lived with people who did that. And I'm like, I get it, but I could never, like, get interested into it. It's, that seems like, like, Magic has, like, creatures i like that it has creatures and the i think the best part is it is it has its own active storyline that it's working with right now which plays itself well to a tv show yes i do like stories that's the main drive for anything artistic for me or i'm not not just artistic just like anything with a story i'm in but it's not just movies and tv it's like i love a good story yeah and i think if the story is good i think It'll be successful. I think Netflix has never truly made a bad original series. I would say that. Uh, I think there's a lot that that's just not your taste of things, but I would say the vast majority of Netflix's stuff, especially when they get big names attached to them, they're doing. Good <laughs> I'm sorry. What was that? Right. Sorry. Right. Well, Brightburn. Uh, Series, yeah. Right, it was a yes. movie. It wasn't a TV show. That's uh, true. Talking to... Never mind. I'm talking about their oh, TV series. Like uh, original Netflix's series. original TV series, especially when they're led by like big name people, usually work out really well. Like, like the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina's great. Black Mirror's great. Uh, they brought Lucifer back to really well success. Um, they, uh, the Umbrella Academy is great. A lot of people are big fans of Baki and Seven Deadly Sins. A lot of people like the Ultraman show a lot. Uh, the um, the Voltron show was very successful. Uh, John Favreau's show is really great. I know you can. I, I get it. I know. I know that there's a lot of good material out there, but there are one or two that just like didn't survive and should not have. Or there's other ones that were like, eh. But I got to be honest. Yeah, most of what I see on there, I really really love i mean it's not even just that they're good it's that there's there's an audience for them that's the best thing about netflix there's an audience for it but in terms of animated shows that's where that's where the window gets a little bit more broad and the statistics get a little bit more even yeah and i think who's leading the charge with this show will really help it a lot i think the fact that the russo (laughs) brothers went right off endgame and went right into this is kind of what I think will be fun because they're coming off hot off the presses off 
a big Marvel movie with a big budget, you know, and they kind of can do a bit of a smaller, more personal story if they want. In a yeah, white... like they've seen TV before, and, and they're really good at it. So, I, I know knowing their history, especially with community and Arrested Development, that this will probably be very fun and very good. Yeah, and I, and I want to look up something here just to make sure that I'm... No, that was somebody. That was a different team. That was Lord and Miller. I was thinking they did Clone High, but no, that was somebody else. But no, like the Russo brothers, they did even good animated episodes of like Community. Like they 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 love to work in different genres, and I'm sure that they've got enough. Uh, I, I just I'm not worried about who they choose for their animation style, which is a big thing that kind of gets me. But like it also depends on who their writers are, because they may be executive producing it. I hope that they find good TV writers that have worked in animation before. We're talking like, yeah. I don't know, like the Samurai Jack or like an Avatar type. Level. Yeah, we want we want to find like Michael DiMartino or uh, the guys who did that. You know that. what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. Um, it looks like um, their writers are Henry Gilroy of Star Wars Rebels and Clone Wars, uh, Jose Molina of The Tick and Weird City, Yokurai Mizoki of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, and Bartle Entertainment of Rick and Morty, Teen Titans Go, and The Dragon Prince. All right, so they put some money into some good people, and they got a good team. Nice, heavy hitters. Yeah, yeah they got some pretty big heavy hitters of animation. Ooh, that's actually my point tonight. I have a really good point about Tintin tonight. Um, <laughs> yeah, I actually... <laughs> I saw that. I know what you're going to talk about. <laughs> I think I know where you're going to go at this one. But, um, I'm not even going to like a make a hardcore point. It's more just like a, a question. But yeah, go on. Go go what you're uh, saying. Yeah, I think they have a really good team. I think, Chris, you're very familiar with Henry Gilroy with everything he's done the last few years. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I thought The Tick was a really fun show. And obviously they got the person who wrote Into the Spider-Verse. So, you know, they've got some big hitters going on here with a lot of success. Uh, rolling off these two and i think this show's gonna be a success it's it's got a lot going for it uh it's gonna kind of come down to what the russo brother what kind of story they want to tell at the end of the day and how much leeway does hasbro give them but i think if hasbro just kind of lets them take their story the way they want to i think i think this could be a real hitter a, a real success i think this could do well i hope so man it's got a good fan base I like a lot of people who play it. They're good people. They don't seem like... I haven't met a lot of crazy people, is what I'm saying. And it, it sounds like a good story. <laughs> they got good people behind it. You can have you can have terrible, terrible fans in geeky communities. And, like, magic is not a well-understood on a populist level. And this is, like, a good entrance into it. Like, for people to be like, yeah, I'm into magic. You don't know what it's about? Here, let me tell you. Yeah. All right. So now that my, my thing that I'm very happy about is 15 done. Minutes. <laughs> well, this is actually I'm like, happy. I mean, Chris, wow. you say 15 minutes, but this is like the big news of the week, though. That was the thing. This is actually kind of the big film news of the week was Magic the Gathering's getting its own TV show. That That's to be honest, kind of a slow week. It, it was a slow week. This was kind of the biggest thing. So just like a law of news. Yeah. The festivals are over. Summer's around. I feel like everyone's just like, let's you know, cool it. It's also it's like E3 this week, so oh, yeah. I'm watching the press conference right now. There you I'm go. I'm so hot for Keanu Reeves. I'm sorry, the man's getting work. 
exact same thing happened on that Netflix on that Netflix movie. Like I, I uh, uh, always see my maybe. Like I really want to see it. My sister saw it. She liked it. It's a story about like this guy, this schlub. It's a romantic comedy. There's a girl he likes. She's like really well off. They're hitting it off because they knew each other as kids. And then all of a sudden he's like, I'm gonna go after this girl. And then she's like, Dude, there's this guy I met. We sleep, we're sleeping together. He's the best I've ever had. It's amazing. The sex is great. By the way, here he is. It's Keanu Reeves. And I'm like, oh my God, this guy's screwed. <laughs> and Keanu Reeves is like walking in slow-mo. He walks over to the girl. I'm like, this movie took a turn. It's John Wick, dude. And he's happy. <laughs> There's even a fight. They fight in the movie. I can't wait. Gosh, he's in that. He's got Toy Story. He's got right. John Wick. Now he's got good cyberpunk. Oh, I'm so happy for the guy. Oh my guy. god. Good. This is his, this is like he deserves it. Go yes. <laughs> Not even just because he's a nice guy, because it sounds like he is, and everyone proposed that idea, and I believe it. He's gone through a lot of sad stuff, true. But like he's an actor that people take for granted. He just keeps coming back because he's like a quality. He fits the mold of a lot of things really well. Like not even just the big stuff. Like I love a scanner darkly. I love the I love when he just gave in to a contractual obligation he made years later to play the villain in a horror movie called The Watcher. And he is amazing. It's amazing. If you've never seen The Watcher, it's one of the best bad movies. I'm gonna put it on the wheel. Oh, it's great. It's amazing. He's great. Uh because he doesn't care and he's like dancing around. He's playing oh, it's amazing. Uh he just we I feel like sometimes when he comes back, people are like, Yeah, I really like a lot of Keanu's films. And that that's a good actor. That's a, like a Tom Cruise, except this Tom Cruise is amazing. Yeah, Keanu Reeves is like one of those guys you always kind of wish would disappear, but he, he never does, and you're always like, All right, I I like him. I I, I, I can get He's behind him. He's an equivalent of Tom Hanks. He really is. He really is. He's uh, oh, he's, okay. He's I love Keanu Reeves, but man, he's he's crazy. <laughs> I, dude, Speed, Point Break, River's Edge. God, yeah. I could go on forever. Yeah, let's not even talk about the Matrix. He did three Matrix movies, and he was probably he did three Matrix movies. He's great. Yeah, he. I could listen. So happy for him. He's I really video am. Games. So happy for him. He says. Really am. So really, so let's talk really about. Happy. Do we have any other news we want to talk about before we get? No. So let's talk about this movie that I recommended this week. The Goodwill has decided to bestow upon us a motion capture um, thing of something. It's called 1010. Um, Yeah. um, I like this movie. Written by Edgar Wright. Yep. (laughs) I'm sorry. No, 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 no. That's not even what I'm going to get. That's. He's like the second baseman of this heavy, heavy. He's like the, he, he's, oh my God. He's like the Scotty Pippen of this team. Like, this is, are you kidding? This is crazy. It's Movies not even just, it's, it's this, three writers. These are the three, these are three of the biggest genre writers of the last 20 years to come out of England, period. We're talking Stephen Moffat, Joe Cornish, and Edgar Wright. Like, these guys are like kings of the genre writers in England right now. Yeah. These guys are insane. And, and they're they're writing for Spielberg, directing, and Peter Jackson, per, like, producing the animation with his company that he made with Lord of the Rings, with a product that has been around in Europe in comics since the 50s. Like, this is, why are people still talking about this movie? 
This movie's incredible. I think there are incredible things about this movie. I don't think the movie's incredible. No, the movie's, like, very medium, but this movie is, like, interesting in the weirdest way, though. Like, it's one of my favorites because it's just so weird. That's It has three amazing set pieces. Yep. Like, jaw-dropping set pieces, but then it also has a scene where, like, those two guys are arguing in the wallet. Like, Thief's Place, and you're like, get over this. I'm done with this. Stop talking. This isn't even talking about the The cast is like heavy hitter after heavy hitter. Jamie Bell, Andy Circus, Daniel Craig, Nick Frost, Simon Peck. It goes on. Mackenzie Crook, Toby Jones. Oh, it just goes on and on and on. It's so good. All of them are doing great performances, but here's the biggest problem. Jamie Bell is doing a very good performance. I really like his voice. I like the character of Tintin. I'm all about Tintin. But his face is awful. Yeah. <laughs> Tintin looks terrible. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like Sid from Toy Story. Yeah. <laughs> I think he looked that bad. Dude, he's the it, worst no, dude. In the movie. It, it's just—it's incredible. I mean, this movie's hilarious. Like, first off, Andy Serkis's Haddock is like the best character in the movie. Not even a question. <laughs> Absolutely, no. He's the best performed, but he's like also a—he's also a dick. I'm gonna be yeah. honest. Like, he's a real big. <laughs> and, and then, uh, and then Simon like, Pegg and Nick Frost, Wayne Thompson, Thompson is just like, what is going on? But it's great. Like, they're, great, they're all great characters. Everyone in here is great characters, sure, but like, tension's hard to look at, man. Yeah. Is it hard to is look it at the hair? Or what is, it, what is it specifically about his face? See, here's what I'm going to tell you. Here's what I'm going to tell you. At any moment in this film, just pause it in an action scene or just pause it on his face when it's a close up and you'll see what I mean. Anytime you pause it, you'll just be like, oh, if that was a doll in my house, I, I would just like consider it haunted, strap it in chains in a yeah. shed and just pray to that it didn't murder me like the Bobby. Oh, I'm looking. I'm, I I'm... feel like that was everyone, though. Okay. If you're going to be. Yeah. Oh, dude. No, dude. I'm telling you, everyone else looks perfectly fine. Maybe it's because most of them have facial hair or just like other things about them. It's just the it's the full moon round. It's just there's so much skin there. And then the eyes are so wide. It's like it's too round. It's too. It's like I wish his head was smaller. Like, that's the problem. Like, Tintin looks so normal in the cartoon and in the comics. Like, there's just something too... <laughs> oh, there's something too animated about it. It's like if the full moon had a face, and the face was Sid from Toy Story. It's just like, I don't no. care about the hair. It's like, because if you really look at it, there's like, there's pod marks. Like, they had to fill that space of whiteness. There's like pod marks, and there's redness, and there's changes in the face, and you're just like, oh, I want to punch this face. But then, like, the eyes are so, like, dead because it's an animated cartoon, and you're like, oh. It, that's the one face I just can't get over. Although, I love Tintin as a character. Like, I, this was my, I used to watch Tintin as a kid, sure, but I didn't really, like, I just got into the adventure, but watching it now, I'm like, the sympathy he has for this old man, this love he has for adventure, it's not even just about the money. He's just like, I want it to be about adventure. And then they get a little bit of treasure, and he's satisfied, and then he gets another adventure as a reward, and he's like, let's go get that money for a sequel that never came. Yeah. I, I, and there's, there's problems with it, for sure, but like that fate oh, gets God. to me. I mean, so, is this a I feel like for me... 
Is this a perfect movie? Absolutely not. But is it a fun as hell movie to watch? Absolutely. Again, those three set like, pieces: the plane crash, the the pirate ship battle, and that chase. Man, that single take chase in like Morocco or wherever is just phenomenal. They're amazing. Yeah. Like, here's my thing about Tintin's face. His face is perfectly normal. Like, are you looking but at everybody right else's is cartoonish? No, I'm remembering. Like no, everybody dude, else, everybody else's face is cartoonish. Right it has a distinct look. And it's it's like it just doesn't fit. That's where I'm at with his face. No, dude. No, dude. Put it in front of you if you can, because like there's a moment where the dog like is they're getting chased by the yard dog, and then like the like Snowy jumps up and he like protects him, and then they play with each other, and then he looks at Snowy and he goes, "Good boy, Snowy," and he like pets Snowy, and then he looks back at the other dog and he smiles with his eyes wide open, and it's awful. So it's terrifying. All right, hang on. I'm looking it up. I'm like, and I'm like, oh, that's a prime example of how creepy that smile is, how that's creepy that face is. Everyone else is really good. No, I agree. Every even Jamie Bell's doing a great performance because it's motion capture, and Daniel Craig is a great villain. Like everyone's having a ball. It's like the king is Andy Serkis is nailing it. I. I mean, and you can tell that it's, like, great, too, because, like, it's just led by, like, an all-star team. I mean, you could... Uh, okay, you could okay, asked, all right, Alex, I see what you're saying. Okay. You you literally couldn't have asked for a better production team than what you got with this. Um, like, I'm it's watching, I'm team. looking at a still. Ah! Um, I'm looking at a still, um, of him smiling, and, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Let's see another emotion here. Oh, God. Where did, how did I not see this before? Oh, my goodness. I'm all about this. Ah! Oh, Lego Star Wars. I mean, I'm like watching. I'm, I'm re-watching this chase, this one-shot chase scene, and I just, oh, it's great. It's, it's amazing. But, yeah. No, yeah. No. Now, look, now, compare his face to the very realistic, almost Spielberg-like face of Daniel Craig to the very cartoonishy, like, dogs, like, like that sheriff dog, like, broke dog, like, face of the butler. Like, he's cartoonish, but it makes sense. There's, like, cord- there's, like, contours, there's wrinkles, there's character to it. But, like, Tintin, there's just too much of a circle, and they just filled it in with, like, the craters of the moon. And in the middle is just this creepy doll-like shine on his eyes, and you're like, oh, my God. Oh, this thing's going to kill me in my sleep and, like, use my money to, like, get a ship and go oh. on a... Another Dragon Ball game. Um, I'm sorry. So, yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. Um, view more. Let me see this here. It's like, look at the look at the look at the moment where the butler's telling him, to <laughs> and his face is just so small. Any moment, any moment in this movie, like where it's just him and he's just like making it. It's like. Yeah, bad boss, nah. Like I guarantee you, you're just gonna see something like really creepy, just weird. He's the weirdest face of the bunch, and he's your hero. It's aesthetically unpleasing in a yeah. movie that's pretty phenomenal. It just doesn't fit with the other faces. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Yep. Um, but in a different way, I guess. 
Because we took a break on the movie, I was so happy that it was on Vudu, and I like had some extra time at my job, and I was like, I'm gonna watch this on my phone, and I got 20 minutes in, and I saw, I saw what some of the problems were, but then my biggest problem was I'm like, his face is weird, and it's, I hadn't gone to any of the action scenes yet. I just spent time hinting on his adventure, and I was like, there's something weird with this guy's face. His face. Face is weird. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh boy. Um. Shoot. Well. Besides his face, (laughs) this movie. This movie looked pretty darn, pretty darn good for what it was going for. Exactly. Everyone. Amazing, just like was that Jamie? Is that Jamie Bell's face? Am I making fun of Jamie Bell's face? Like Jamie Bell's face right now? I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm being mean because it it looks like they tried to put his face on the face. I don't know what they did here. It just I, I feel like they just stretched his face and extended his hairline and like there's just something about it that just they put the moon on a human body and it's not great. I don't it know. Took, it took the moon. It took the freaking moon from a trip to the moon in the 1900s, and it just, they put it on a body, and it's weird. But man, this movie is solid. They did not put his face in this movie. There's no way. I'm looking at it right now. There's no way. I think the face is originally Thomas Brody Sandinger's, and then they, they, they cut him early in production for Jamie Bell, and they just didn't change the face. They did a, they did a, oh my gosh, they did a, a, a Jack Frost to him? Yeah, a little bit, it looks like. Did you get, do you guys know that story? Yeah. Oh, you mean in Rise of the Guardians, or? No, 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 no. Michael Keaton is in a terrible, terrible Christmas movie called Jack Frost, where he is a, a absent father who's a musician who dies in a car wreck and comes back during the winter to visit his son as a snowman named Jack Frost. It's amazing because it's a live-action puppet, and sometimes he's CGI, and it was made in 1999, and the original Snowman was supposed to be George Clooney, and they didn't change the design, so it's like, it's Michael Keaton walking around in a George Clooney Snowman, and it's, it's yeah. a terrible, terrible movie. It's so, wonderful. So what, they, so what they ended up doing is they took the kid from Love Actually and the Maze Runner movies, and game of thrones and some other stuff and they slapped jamie bell's voice to it <laughs> uh, oh god that's not a human face even in that like, i guarantee you that kid's face is not that stretched out like there's just so much skin so much skin yeah it's, it's okay so- yeah all right yep mm, i see it that's what you, you had you to see say what it. i'm, kidding no, I'm seeing it <laughs> there's a lot there's a lot of skin <laughs> oh no oh no oh no yeah uh uh, oh. uh chris or alex what? he plays jojen reed for for your reference what did he play in love actually the kid he, of Lee uh he was uh sam Lee yeah Lee. Lee. okay Lee, i gotcha you're Liam neeson's kid yeah i gotcha yeah You'd probably better know him as Jojen Reed. He's the guy who dies 
to the skeletons. Uh, I, I remember him way more in like Maze Runner. No, I remember him in Game of the Thrones. In Game of Thrones, sure, but like in my house, those are the things that people watch around me way more. Love yeah. Actually and Maze Runner when yeah. it came out. Yeah, he was Newton Maze Runner. So, no, you know, I got I know what you're talking about. Yes, he does have a very he does have a lot of skin on his face. I'll give you that. There's a, there's a there's a there's an expression about that kid that like makes sense because he's real and I believe that this guy's real. I don't believe that they made up this person Hollywood or Britain or whatever. Like it's a real person who's been acting in movies and TV. But like, I, there's just something about this that isn't real. Like it just just too much flesh. Yeah, it's too round and it's too much flesh. I just. It's the weirdest face of the bunch. So that's the that's the, my first aesthetic problem. And then my big, my other problem when the movie started was like you just jump right into the mystery. Like even before you meet Dinton, we're in the mystery for the wallet guy, and then the wallet thief, and then you're into the ship, and then all of a sudden Tintin's into the ship, and you're like, who the hell is Tintin? Because we're not in Europe, we're in America, and Tintin wasn't ever that big in America. So like this is your introduction to this dude, and it's like. I, it's just too much of a plot thing first. Yeah. I, I saw that too. I saw we were, that we, we were really, the first like 15 minutes, I'm just like, what's going on? Like, okay, there's yeah. the wallet guy. We don't see the, <laughs> and the wallet takes his, the guy, wallet guy takes his wallet. And then there's like a, no, no, no. So what happens is there's a metal, little metal rod and a little display figure ship. And it falls out while Snowy's chasing a cat around the uh, around his flat. Yeah, what happened to that cat? I don't know. Um, Like the bad guy just had a bunch of animals, a bird and a cat and a like. Um. So what happened was the rod falls underneath the dresser, and he's, and so we don't see this rod again for another what five ten minutes. Then we come back, and it's like, oh, there's a rod underneath the dresser. I'm like, really? Yeah, you think they would hold on on that? Yeah, I mean, I think, like, the, the unfortunate instance, I think a lot of the popularity of this movie came from the international audience, who has known Tintin for years and years and years. And then this is kind of his first time showing up in the U.S., uh, and it it really it really just felt weird, I think, for a lot of people. So here's the thing: I thought about that. I'm like, yes, this this is made for an international audience, but also you have the comics, which eventually started to be written for around the world too. Like there were Americanized versions of this. They had an Americanized cartoon in 1991 that was very popular. It ran on Nickelodeon. I watched it, but yeah. like that's not even the point. Take all that out of it. Just look at that as like, let's say that's just. Um, like scene sketches and you have spielberg you have one of like the the most american but also the most worldwide accepted like best filmmaker living at the time like he tells the most populous story ever and you've got these great writers who are like there to help like guide him and it's like wow like how did this move on so fast at the pace of the action which is great why did you make the pace of the drama the exact same speed? Yeah, it's 
It's interesting to see. I'm wondering what ended up happening in that writer's room. That's my biggest thing is yeah. what, what mentality got people to thinking it was right to have everything move so quickly and just kind of do what it did. Now, I agree. Once we get like to the halfway point after that plane crash where it's just like drunk dude and great adventurer new, newspaper reporter guy are going to yeah. ghost this dude and find treasure for like the like. The, that's awesome and then like yeah, i think uh, stupid when they like catch the bad guy and then they like do the car thing and then he's like in the car he's perfectly in the air why would you put the car down even if he has a gun like put a bunch more men on this issue <laughs> I, yeah, was, uh, I think you destroyed morocco when you broke your dam with an ex- like an explosive device you shot a rocket at the dam trying to catch this guy Rightly so. This guy was going to get a million dollars be evil with it, but like, you don't even if you can't check him for a gun because you've lifted up the car and you know that, put more men and point your gun at it. Like, you have three people walking to one spot in the car. Surround the car. You have three people. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of what end up with this right is that they were trying to adapt three books into one movie. No, it's like... Uh, Okay, well, say so, no. That that's fair. That's fine. I get yeah. that. That that's hard. You're trying yeah. to tell this big story of trying to get this thing, and then it has iconic moments. That's a comic book thing. I get that. But like, if you're gonna go at that pace, and you've got three writers chugging along the way they were, and I can't do that on my own. I just I just can't. So, yeah. I I understand that that's a big problem for them because that eventually is the pace of the movie when the two guys and you like them are off into a treasure adventure. But at the beginning, the biggest thing you need to do is give us more time getting to know Tintin. The first thing we know is that he loves adventures. But like, okay, he's a reporter. This is where he lives. This is the lady he lives with. They're used to people shooting at him. Okay, now he's kidnapped. Oh my God, he's kidnapped. What the hell? And like, yeah, it's just it. That's a it. It's so much in twenty minutes to fit who this guy is and make you like him and care about him. I think the face might have something to do with it and people just don't realize. But honestly, there's just something there in the writing that's like you're all plot. And even and, and I think the biggest the biggest outlier is that freaking wallet thief that you spend so much time on that leads to uh, admittedly something that leads to the two men helping Tintin towards the end. They get into the mystery and they have to go find him and they eventually can help him. But that's a lot of time to spend on that. And it's a huge chunk just trying to like, especially at the very first shot, following this wallet guy and then having it go nowhere. Even if it leads you to the ship, you could have just had Tintin walk to the ship because then two guys, two guys try to get this ship. I think the other thing is that this movie is an hour and 40 minutes, which isn't a bad thing, but I think this movie would have been a lot more successful with maybe 20 more minutes to do some more stuff with. I... Uh... Uh, I disagree. What? Well, okay, so what, Chris? What's your feeling on it? Um, about the wallet thing. About anything. Okay, I, I just so like, that. like to me, I think this movie looked really good. The act, the one, the one, the one, take Morocco chase was like, okay, that must have spent. That must have been forever. To animate. Um, Agreed. So, uh, um, 
I for me, from a narrative point, I think I'm on a cliff here. So talk me off this cliff. Cliff, 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 cliff. Oh my gotcha. god, the 2000s in Gears, th- Gears 5. Okay, um, so... Hey, Chris, Chris, stop focusing on the thing. Let's focus on the movie. I'm focusing. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying, guys. I do think that's I'm funny. Trying. I think you inadvertently... I think we have a hashtag talking off the cliff now. Yeah, okay. For me, it was just... Okay, these characters are okay. Like, I'm... It's like, these guys are good... Um, these guys are good together. They're like, that's good banter. It's really fun to watch these guys go. It's just, for me, it just didn't, I thought it was enjoyable. I didn't think, like, like we keep saying, I don't think it was great. For me, it was because, like, there's no real reason to go after this treasure other than the fact that they're going to be rich. Um, (laughs) yes, um, I know that would you, if you could, or if you just had the sheer will to do it, I mean, if I had the will to do it and I've had a reason to do it, yeah, I would. Okay, so I Uh, don't present that here. I just think they say, like, we barely even get the intonation that this is a news reporter doing this stuff. I fully agree with what you're saying. Like, they don't develop that at all. Right. And <laughs> to me and to me I just feel like the like, like, like I when I was watching this movie I'm, I'm I was I was constantly thinking because it's Spielberg. I was constantly thinking about Raiders of the Lost Ark and why they were going after the Ark. Not only did it have um like otherworldly powers and all that that in the wrong hands it could be it could be a really big problem if the Nazis got their hands on it. Um, but the way it shifts. From, okay, so this, I got you. Yeah, go ahead. The, the, just, to me, it's like the way it shifts. With that, there's a lost arc shifted from Andy trying to get the arc because of, um, I guess. Whatever, like, he was trying to get it because, shoot, I'm not going to rewatch Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's not a bad thing, but um, well, from what I can I, recall, this is a cliff part. This is a cliff. I would say, I would this say, cliff. One, um, okay, he wanted go to ahead. get away from, go ahead. He to get away from Nazis. What? Like, that's the, Sorry, that's the biggest that. reason. He wanted to get it away from Nazis. That was the biggest reason. Okay. Okay, then I must be mixing Temple of Doom and Raiders of the Lost Ark, which is a sin against God. So, I need to... Um... There's a lot of adventures. But, like, no, there's another reason that I want to, like, talk about, but go ahead. But, like, I just feel like the reasoning to go after this treasure, it, it's just not... I guess, I guess it wasn't enough for me. I feel like I I wanted just a little... I wanted more of a reason to go on this crazy wild adventure but i for what it was doing i guess it was enjoyable didn't need to push anything didn't didn't you know it just felt i don't want to say, i don't want to say safe this is a very wild like technically it's not safe um but narratively i think it is and it just just like i said it impressed me technically but narratively it just 
there wasn't much there for me. Okay, so I also think another problem with this is tone too, because a lot yes. of this looks. Yes. I'll, yes. I'll, like I'll give you like a really good point because like the plane crash when they crash the plane and Tintin is on the like he busts through the window of the plane and he's unconscious because he's broken through the window and he's like about to go into the blades and it's like chipping his hair and it's like Mission Impossible 1 it looks so real you're like oh my god and then the captain saves him at the last moment but then he spins around the propeller like a cartoon and then flunks into the sand and he's like doing doing it's like what and before that and before that he belched into the engine and it fired up I that is ridiculous yes that's just, I wasn't even going to point that out, but, like, it's just the tone is ridiculous. Like, sometimes it switches back and forth with a whip next to you. It all looks so real, and sometimes the tone matches that. And then all of a sudden, someone's belching into a thing, and it's like, that's not what they did in the cartoons, is it? Like, I, or in the comics, is that how it goes? Like, I just, it, it flips back and forth so rapidly. And the reason, like, it looked so real, the movie looked so real, that when they did the animated Goofy stuff... It just, some of it, I'm not saying all of it, but some of it looked really out of place. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Todd, they have a crane fight. <laughs> it's just a <laughs> bigger version of a sword fight. Uh, that I thought was great. He's literally ripping chunks. Of, he ripped an entire head part of a crane off with somebody, and he's like, oh, I'm going to get you. I'm like, no. You have you're down for the count. Like a wall's got to take you down, bro. No way. Yeah. No. Bad train fight. So like I'm looking at this. I'm just like the first like ten minutes of the movie. I'm looking at this and like I was trying to think: is there any way they could have just made this a live action film? And I was like, and after that, I'm like, uh, no, I guess not. No, I mean, uh. I don't know, Paddington's really crazy, but not this crazy. Do I think that they could have made this story into a live-action movie now? Yes. Uh, I'm not there yet. I don't don't think so. Here's the thing. I'm thinking of just in the terms of, like, I'm even making it more narrow than that. I'm looking at this movie. Let's say someone said, we're going to remake this specific movie. And try to make it in real life. We're gonna make the pirate ship battle in real life. We're gonna make like we're gonna <laughs> no. version of this movie. We're gonna we're gonna reverse the Lion King, and we're just gonna use animation, sure, but we're gonna have live act. Like we're really gonna shoot this thing. We're gonna have stuff move on a desk. We're gonna have like bodies fly on each other. We're gonna do this. I I honestly think if in the middle of that you added thirty minutes to like give us an extra time to care about Tintin. Yes, I think you could make this movie into a live-action movie nowadays. Yes, I think Spielberg could do it if he was 20 years younger. But that's not the case anymore. And animation was the way for him to go, because you could be precise. You could be Spielberg precise. But for some reason, this is going at breakneck speed character-wise. And I agree. They don't give you the thing. The thing that I got about him at the end of the movie, and you have to make it to the end of the movie... To get why he does it, it's the same reason that Indiana Jones does it. He's an adventure. I'm going on an adventure. That's the thing. They're adventurers, man. They're news reporters. They find the news. They're, they don't give a crap about money and stuff. That'd be great because they could finance their adventures. That's the only thing. Like The reason he goes for this stuff is he's like, 
screw it, old man. You don't want to be a fucking, like, if you don't want to do this, I'm doing it because someone's got to. It's out there. Someone's got to find it. I got to be the guy to do it. Like, that's it. Like, that's all he wants. But you have to, like, put that out there. Open this movie with Tintin on an adventure. That's how you did it in, in Raiders. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's not take away from the from the pros of this movie. Um, it, oh, the pros are great. Yeah, it looks great. Um, actually, I'm actually quite curious about something here. When did this movie come out? I forget. When it came out in 2011. Uh, Yes, 2011. What did it go against? Oh, it lost to Rango? Yeah. Now, that's the biggest thing. <laughs> I really like Rango. You just haven't seen it, bro. Guess who made Rango? The same guy who made your Pirates of the Caribbean. Gorman, Gor- I know that. I've seen Rango. It's just been a very long time. Okay. All right. So, fair enough. Like, I honestly think Rango's a really good Western. I think Rango's a very good Western. Yeah, it reminds me a lot of like um, Three Amigos and stuff like that. But it also it it looks great. Again, they they performed that on a stage. They performed all of those actions for Ringo on a stage. They shot it on a stage, and it's performance capture too. But like the it's it's weird. It I I'd have to see Ringo again like you to really tell the difference. But I honestly think like. I think I enjoyed Rango more than I enjoyed this as a whole. This has moments of absolute just amazement. I think that the I oh, think no, that be... those like oh. go ahead. So, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm thinking out loud. No, go please, ahead. Like, please, I'm just rambling on. Go ahead. I mean, I was I'm looking at the uh, the Academy Awards of that year. What was up? What was it? What else was up? Uh, oh no, that's right. Uh, it, it, it. Wait, hold on. Got snubbed. <laughs> it got snubbed. <laughs> they didn't consider motion capture to be animated. That's right. That makes okay. That makes sense, but that's still bullshit. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> like the whole movie's animated. Okay, it's motion capture, but the whole exactly. movie's animated. Yeah. So you have no reason. Um, but yeah, they, nom- they nominated Puss in Boots over. <laughs> I mean, on an animated front, those are achievements, but they're also achievements to making the shiniest turd. Like, that's all you're doing. This, I yeah. think this movie tried to do something, but it also just, I, I don't know what happened here, man. Like, I agree. Like, there's, there, maybe they just didn't want to make 30 or 40 more minutes. Maybe they didn't. Maybe they brought it to audiences and they didn't care. They just got that Tintin is an adventure because they figured they, hey, the half, a huge chunk of the world already knows about Tintin being an adventure. Like, they know that. They're good with it. They've read his stuff. They're, they've seen the cartoons. It's America that doesn't know what they're talking about. And to a certain respect, why should they do that just for America? But then again, I think it hurts the movie in this market in a large way because those first 20 minutes hurt the film. I think the film beyond that, you just have to get over the tone. And that ending, I think it's stupid. You should have had three men guard the car. Um, yeah. So, dang, got snubbed. Um, 
man. That is BS. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like someone spends their entire career trying to get an Oscar. It's almost like they make something as like obscure as a racer head or like weird as blue velvet or impressive as Twin Peaks, then come back years later and make that and get snubbed. Anyway, I just think the Oscars are weird. Yeah, yeah. Oscars are weird. Um, no, no more to talk about talk about that than that. Is there anything anybody else wants to talk about? Because we're actually running shorter than usual. <laughs> well, I honestly think like those. Like I, I, I think the pirate ship was amazing because I remembered the chase in Morocco. But like, and we're just saying it's Morocco. I don't even know if it's Morocco or not. But like that pirate ship thing took me by surprise because I was thinking like Chris is gonna dig this. He loves the Pirates of the Caribbean. And this is like as this was up there. This was really. This was that much wackier Pirates of the Caribbean, though. It was that much wackier. You can't it is. Like a, take, dude, watch the end. I'm not, not saying it didn't look. I'm not saying it didn't look good. I'm not saying I didn't not, enjoy it. I'm just saying. I'm just okay. I'm like, when I think about the last movie of the Pirates, I'm sorry, the third movie of the Pirates movies. When they're like spinning in that like whirlwind, then it's two ships and they're on the mast. Like it reminded me so much of this movie. But this movie like tries to use fit like a like dude, a ship is like over them. If I was sword fighting on a ship and another ship was above me swinging at any moment could like kill me, forget about it. I think that's uh, all. I think uh, you could only do that in a cartoon, but like in a cartoon yeah. that looks realistic. That's where that tone works. Right. Well, like, I'm, you know, like I said, I'm not saying I didn't look and I didn't enjoy it. I'm just saying I just... Right. Defend the Pirates movies to me right now. The, the what? Defend the Pirates movies to me right now. All five of them. Do it, man. Do it. I'm telling you. Unprovoked. You I'm not, not going to defend all five can't of them. two were crap. Sure. <laughs> Two of them you cannot defend. I haven't seen the last one. Well, the, well, we're spinning that wheel next week. So I thought we were spinning that wheel this week. No, oh, we're spinning the bad so we, wheel. Then we're going. Yeah, we gotta go bad in the series. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> I know, right? I'm so nervous. Can't um, we end this on a good movie and then go from there. No. It's because no. it's because we haven't recorded in a bit. Okay. Oh. Um. So there's nothing else you want to talk about with this movie. Uh, um. Final no, grades. That's, that's the problem. It's like I love I I I just like I don't know. We don't know a lot about animation or motion capture or anything like that, and it's just a slow news we, week. But at the same time, like. And we didn't get character. That's like the biggest thing. If you don't dig adventures, then like, that's the thing. But the great thing about Tintin is if you like him, you can go like read his stuff. And I went back and I watched the cartoon and I liked the cartoon, except for the fact that, you know, the lead guy sounded horrible, sounded horrible, guys. Like it was the most annoying voice ever. Like, why can't they just get a full image of Tintin right? I don't get it. Like if, if looking at him is hard, why does listening to him have to be hard? I don't get it. I want to watch Tintin, but I can't because he sucks. 
All right, so let's let's get on to this this monstrosity. That is of, my uh, problem. Forever, Tintin will um, not work. C plus. Oh. I give this a B. This is a B. This is an easy B. I'm on the edge, though. You gotta convince me. You gotta okay, convince I gotta me. Convince from a C plus it looked too. fantastic, but the narrative. Ah, I can't get behind the narrative. It's almost there, but I can't get there. I, here's the thing, though. Do I think that you would be saying this? When was the last time you watched the movie? God, years ago. Ever since it came out, I think. Wait a second. It, you didn't watch it in preparation for the podcast? I did! When? I was saying before that! I'm saying when was the last time you watched it from this point we're recording? recording. Friday! Friday. Friday morning! Friday morning, yeah. That's about how long it takes, dude. Of course this thing is going to slip right out of your mind, but if you had just watched it, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> That's my You're point! You're just giving me crap! I am, yes, because this movie's weird, dude, but it's better than a C+. You just have to look at it right away. <laughs> and not look at his face you apparently to, you have to you have oh, to God. remember it that's the problem this film is not remember is not memorable but it should be that's the thing like there's there's some great stuff here like looking at it i'm like i'm right now i'm looking at it i'm like dude this is so this is way better than puts in boots like this character had something this drunk this andy circus is amazing even if i didn't like this guy he was a jerk and he just like did tintin oh, is a yeah. saint for crying out loud it's just like circus is amazing, but you forget all of it in a couple of days. There's some merit to it, but it just doesn't stick. And I, for some reason, I don't know why. And it's not just because it's Spielberg. Like that's that's it's so many others. He's just part of an amazing team of people, and for some reason, like it just doesn't stick with you. But I do think if you were watching the Morocco sequence on a big screen right now, you'd be like. That's why we need places like the Alamo Draft House, man, for movies like this. Because you'd be watching some like crappy, like I Frankenstein. There'd just be nothing like that for just months. And then all of a sudden, the Alamo Draft House would have Tintin, and you'd be like, "Yeah, you know, I remember that. I'd like that." And you'd go see it, and it'd be like, "My, whoa! This was I don't remember. This was great." And then two days later, you you wouldn't have anybody to tell it to because they were, just didn't remember the movie, and then you'd forget about it. But there's merit to that. I gotta say. I'm fighting over like uh, I I'm gonna go B plus. I'm gonna say B plus. Not it's not an A minus for me, and it's mostly that wallet stuff. Is and then there's a lot of other things. But like when I think about the most irritating thing about this movie, it's the wallet guy. Like that's the one thing that I'm like, oh god, just like get over that scene. Like that's the one thing that I'm like, you know what? B plus. Zach, I've been I watching B. a lot of crappy movies this week. No, no I'm going B plus. Like I'm saying, I'm fighting over an E and A minus and stuff. Oh, you said B. No, yeah, you said B, right? Yeah. Yeah, he said B. Yeah, he said okay. B. Like I've been watching a lot of crap this week just for this fun. This is like, like one of this is like one of my favorites. Like it's not fantastic, but it's a lot of fun to watch. I was dreading it to be honest. I was like, oh, the animation is probably going to doesn't look great. It's like an okay. I just remember thinking it was okay, but then I watched it and I was like, this movie has 
Like I watched it the first 20 minutes and I started it over. I didn't just watch, like go back for the 20 minutes when he was kidnapped. I like watched it over again. I'm like, this movie has, this movie's really, really good. And then because we skipped, I like went back to it again. And I was like, no, this thing looks great. And it should have been, it should be remembered better. But like the, because of its own problems of not telling us enough about these people or giving us a reason why he wants this stuff or like making it clear what kind of person he is. And also it's, he's just a weird looking dude. <laughs> yeah. Weird looking dude. Get him right. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, my problem. Get him it's, right. It's I, a fun I, movie I watch, though, man. It's, like, it's a lot of fun. It's so much fun. Yeah. Just didn't, it just didn't hit me the way that you hit you guys. Sorry. I'm I see the merit of why the world likes this dude because of the same reason that people like Indiana Jones or people like James Bond. So at the heart they're adventurers. Like, there's some newspaper... There's people like him that I just dig. It's just 1930s pulp. Like, I'm for it. But uh, if you've got me by the heart, this guy's, like, pure, like, in it for that. I've, you've got me. It's just... It sells me. It's, like... Yeah. You, in a certain way, that's what so... Skywalker was. He was like, I, my family's dead. Let's go. I'm done with this place. And this place seems to be done with me. Let's go. I want to be a Jedi. Let's do this. I'm an adventurer. Let's go. So let's... <laughs> I love Jedi. So, so Chris... <laughs> Chris... Remind us what's on this 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 monstrosity of a wheel we've created. Hey, let's do it. Hang on, let me pull oh, it Now, now, Chris, you I'm nervous. Chris, Chris, you understand how nervous I am. Chris, I just want to remind you, since it's June and we have about six months till it happens, I just yeah. want to remind you that we will watch the holiday special before. No. The wheel will decide that when that happens. Odds are we will land on that. Because here's the thing about that app, Chris. If that's the same wheel that's been there forever, it understands it's never landed on that spot. And it will eventually yes, happen. It is the same one that we first started with. An app's smarter than you, Chris, and you know it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Skynet. Chris, I just want to remind you, it will happen one day. And it I'm, will happen. And it, sorry to tell you, on that day, I'm going to pop popcorn. I'm going to eat it on, on the video. Oh my because, God. Because not before Rise of Skywalker. Not before Rise of Skywalker. That's all I, I beg you. Not before Rise of Skywalker. Oh, it's got to happen. It's got to happen, Chris, because that's, no. because that's what you need. You can't end on that. You can't go Rise of Skywalker. No. Yeah. Yes. No, you need to watch this before. You need to be praying, dude. You need to be praying that this happens so that you can end on but Skywalker. So depressed going into nine, then. You have, that's a true fan, though. No, but that makes you a true fan. That makes you a true fan. You got to see it. You got to see it. You got to like, drink the medicine before you can get better, Chris, I'm telling you. You got to it for the good and the bad. It's not sick. Sorry, bro. There's no medicine to be drank. Uh, yeah, you, you it's got, all, you got, Star Wars Holiday Special. Got illusion that you got this disillusion of all the problems that you're gonna have. Of it. I'm telling you, man, you need to watch this before you watch the next one because you cannot end the canon on that. It's, it's part not canon, dude. Canon. It's totally it canon. canon. It's totally canon. This <laughs> canon. It is. No, it is not. Yes, it is. There is there. Leia's in there. Luke's in there. Han's in there. It's canon. 
<laughs> you're going to see it and you can't help it. 2013. I'm telling you, bro. You can't end on it, dude. You can't end on that. You can't end on that being the thing you watch after nine. Sorry. Where is it? There it is. Here. Okay, so does anybody have anybody? Does anybody have anything to replace? Any ideas? I have one, uh, but you. Uh, okay. first. I am. I got nothing, unfortunately. Chris, what did you say? I have one, but go ahead if you have one. No, you go first. Okay. Um. <clears throat> so <clears throat> there's the trailer for a movie on a DVD. I forget which one it is. Um, probably the Sahara DVD, but I haven't seen this. I haven't watched on the Sahara DVD back then. So there was this buddy cop movie from the 2000s. It was called National Security. It had Steve Zahn and Martin oh, Lawrence. I, God. And I've been curious recently oh, because oh, now... Because now I've come to realize 11% approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes. So it's terrible. So I want to put it on the wheel. I want it. What's going Chris, on? Hit a, you hit a vein with me, boy. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's so bad. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, man. Oh, God. Oh. Let's go. Oh, no. Okay. I, I, have, I have one, I think. Boy, howdy, dude. Oh, my gosh. That just makes me... That makes me feel weird already. I'm saying things I don't like already. Oh. I, uh... I got a couple uh, here. And I want your guys' opinions on on each of these. Alright? Yeah, go ahead. So, the first suggestion is Guardians. The... The... Guardians of Kahul or Rise of the Guardians? Not just Guardians. Is it is it like an asylum movie? It is a Russian superhero <clears throat> film designed to compete against oh, oh, the oh, Avengers. I've heard of this one. Yeah, I'd be I would be interested to like finally tip my toe into something like that. Yeah, I've heard of that. Uh, the other suggestion I have, which is a little bit more known, is movie forty three. Oh god, it's so hard to talk about it. Oh no, 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 no. No. How I don't use James Gunn. I have heard horror stories. I have heard horror stories. Okay. Movie forty-three. It's just a yeah, I've seen it. It's it's hard to to joke about comedies. It's just hard to like be like to, on a bad movie podcast, it's hard to be like, yeah, like they just didn't nail the joke, or this joke is disgusting, and it's for like kids, or like there's there's other times where you just there's no point to even making fun of it. It just it comedies are hard to talk about, but like yeah, it's a bad movie for sure, and like the amount of people in it are impressive, and to hear you, Chris, watch stuff like that, and then hopefully put like stuff like The Hangover or Old School on this list, and get you to watch that stuff, and like it'd be interesting. I all I have to say is Hugh Jackman testicle chins. <laughs> oh well, dude, that's like okay. come on. Well, tell him that stuff. That was funny though. Anyway, he'd see it in the trailer too. But like, yeah, like that. 
This stuff is shocking for like. Okay. Holiday special is not currently canon. I mean, Abrams uh, called it canon in He was sarcastic. Sorry, bro. Sorry, bro. It's canon. We all know. Oh. It was. It was produced nah, by George. Special security. <laughs> Sorry, bro. <laughs> by George Lucas. Written by him a lot. He had his yeah. He had some stuff in there. And uh, and they're in there, bro. Oh, oh, console. Project Scarlet. Okay. Um, uh, so, okay. So, okay. So. Anyway, here here would be my points. Do you, Chris, want to add a... Do you guys want to do two apiece, or do you want to do one apiece? Because Zach, you either no, have to shoot. No, 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 no. I think we should just do one. Just this time. Because we did it last time. We did, one, we did two last time. Okay, so Zach, you got to pick one. Alright, I'll, I'll balls on it. Let's watch Guardians if we get a chance. Guardians, okay. So let's put it on let's put it on let's put it on the decision wheel of what we're going to put on uh, here. Hold on a second. I was going to pick um, who killed Captain Alec. Ooh. I thought you were going to say Roger Rabbit. No, that was nope. a good movie. That is a good movie. And here's the thing. I actually enjoy watching Who Killed Captain Alex, but it's such a hard movie to explain and such a great movie to experience. It can only be on this wheel. But, like, yeah, my, my decision is Who Killed Captain Alex. I just want to remind you, Chris. What? Life Day is coming out soon. Some... Enjoy it. Shut up! <laughs> the more we talk about it, the more we will will it to happen. If you ignore it, then we will just... Maybe we won't. Yeah. What was the movie you picked, Alex? Who killed Captain Alex? Who killed you? Who killed Captain me, yes. Captain America? No, Alex. Wookie Life. Thank you for that. Shut I up! I appreciate that. Thank you so much for the comparison. Ah, oh, that's sweet. Okay. We have Guardians. We have Guardians. Who killed Captain Alex in National Security? Going. No, never mind. It didn't spin. Go. Okay, there we go. Now oh it's spinning. Oh my god. Spinning. spinning. Oh my god. Please! Wait, no, wait, 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 wait. Chris, did you say movie 43 for him? Wait, what? Never mind. Can you spin the wheel. No, it's already. It's, I already spun it. It's who killed Captain Alex. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. Hold yes. On a second. Yes. Stand by. Oh my gosh! I missed the moment. Oh, that's great. Ooh boy. Uh, keep your national security. You're gonna hear like national security is a touchy movie for sure. All right, Chris. Now to spin the wheel. Of bad movies. Chris, are you going to watch anything about Captain Alex beforehand? Or are you just going to go be a Star Wars and... Christmas special? Please be a Star Wars Christmas special. Please be a Star Wars Christmas special. Please be a Star Wars Christmas special. Dude, I swear, he's going to like hang up if he, if we get the Star Wars. So, I just realized I was muted because my dad just came in and yelled at me for yelling. Um, Hold on a second. Stand by. Yeah. So... <sighs> Okay, so on the bad movie wheel right now, um, The Last Airbender. 
Yes. Toys. Okay. If you yep. didn't pick it up, if you didn't pick up the clues already, the holiday special. Yes. Um, the Wicker Man. Nicholas yep. Cage is the Wicker what Man. What kind of holiday <clears throat> was that? Or did you just tell me what kind of holiday special that was? Uh, Doom. No, it was not. It was not the Doom holiday special. What kind of holiday Master special of was it? Disguise. Skywalker um, is in that special, correct? Han Solo <laughs> as well. You keep going, we're not spending anything. I want you to say it because you deliberately did not say it. And you know why. Because <laughs> it's the Star Wars holiday special. <laughs> you are going to say it a lot when it happens, so you're just willing it to happen. Josh drinks Fantastic Four. <clears throat> is that next um, Star Wars holiday special? Uh, the Book of Henry. It's an easy word to say, Chris. Just say Star Wars holiday special. Stop! Jesus yes. Christ! Ah, welcome to the real world. <laughs> yeah. Hell, alone. It's not a perfect franchise, guys. <laughs> no, it's not. Jesus. You know what's going on, man. We're just giving you... Right. Dragon Ball Evolution. Ready to rumble. Howard the Duck. Hard to get to Hawaii. Dungeons and Dragons. A freaking rollerball. Let's spin this damn thing. Spinning the wheel. Oh, dude. It's going to end on the Christmas special now. Oh, it's about damn time. The next movie that we will be reviewing on the Master Movie Podcast. The Book of Henry. Did he say Star Wars Christmas special? (laughs) I've never seen the Book of Henry, so this is going to be crazy. Oh, dude! I, <laughs> for reference, you all, this this picking on Chris in the lead up is only gonna get worse as we get closer. Yeah, honestly, yeah. It's, when we get to the actual episode, this is nothing. Like, <laughs> what's gonna happen when we actually talk about this stuff? Like, the Star Wars Christmas thing. special. Yeah. Dude. Thanks for listening to the Master Movie Podcast. We've had a hell of a run. This is an encore. This is like, not an encore. This is like a, a, an hors d'oeuvre of what we're going to be getting that night. You know that. Like, that night I'm going to tell gonna... you, Chris. We're Me the ones Alex that are, are going to outvote you to get you to watch the Star Wars Christmas special. Oh, no, it's going to be. Don't speak for me. I want that that wheel is going to do what it's going to do. That's the whole point of the wheel. Either it will or it won't. That's the whole point. You have to will it to happen before because I don't want it to be the last thing you watch. But at the same thing, like, I don't want to, like, don't speak for me like that. Like, I want the wheel to do its thing. But at the end of the day, like, this is a small course of what's going to happen when we actually watch the thing. Like, the, like get your anger, like, save your anger for that day. When that day happens, like I want you to like find I'm an isolated cabin. Be angry. Like find 
that's what I'm saying. It do, it's not even going to be anger for it. Like, that's going to be your funnel, man. That's going to be your vessel. So, like, find a cabin in the woods. Find somewhere alone. It's... And, like, we're going to let you go to town. But we're the ones that are going to have bloody ears by the end. That's the point. <laughs> I want you to get angry about it. But, like, you need to get somewhere to, like, let it out and for us to be there and to hear it out. But we're the ones that are going to be there. We're the ones surviving the storm to put Dorothy in the tornado. So just, like, we're going to let you get that out. This is our hors d'oeuvre for that, man. Like, get ready for it. Will it to happen? I'm telling you. I'm going to be December. This is going to make you true fan. It's going to be December, and it then the wheel will not have landed on it and you will feel so terrible. Oh, no, no dude. it's going to land oh, on it. Like the I will feel, yeah, I will feel terrible. If it happens you after nine, feel awful and I will feel great. I'm going to be so dude. hyped for nine. It's going to be great. And, and so we get the win. So Chris, and it's going to be good. This, this hype that you're getting for episode nine is going to get killed because you're going to watch Star Wars Christmas special right before it. Why do you want it to die? <laughs> what? I don't want it to die. I know. I don't want your excitement to die either, but that's my, my question. Do you think the holiday special is going to ruin your excitement for this movie? Yes! Why? <laughs> it's going to dull the excitement you have after it, dude. <laughs> this is the thing you want to watch before The Mandalorian? What if the Mandalorian isn't good? Then we definitely are talking about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah dude, you want to, on, you want to end on the thing that we all know is going to be amazing. That's the point. Yeah, it's going to be nine, and we wanted to get to the bad at all. That's the great part. Not at all, dude. Well, it'll still be on the wheel, and you'll still have to get to it. And then we'll be sitting here having the exact same conversation about whether it'll happen around the opening of Mandalorian or not. Uh, Book of Henry. I'm telling you, we're the the anger you have right now. I want you to have that day, but we're the ones that have to hear it. So this is a preparation for that day. Like it's not good. It's not even we're talking about something is not a bad product of Star Wars. It's not a fun thing to watch. It's a very odd, slow, weird thing to watch, and it's hilarious to make fun of. I want you to make fun of it. Because you know the most about the lore. And it's going to be amazing, Chris. You're going to have so much fun that day. Because you're just going to crap all over this thing. It was made for you. It was oh made for you. you. Dude, I'm telling you. You are the one that's going to be. Because this is what we're doing here. We're watching bad stuff. And we're making fun of it every now and then. That's the point. We're here to make fun of crap that sucks. You are here as a Star Wars fan to represent and say, Alex, this is not canon. And I'm going to tell you why. That's your time, man. That's your time to show up and just but, like, but, but Chris, oh, I want you to, I want you to explode that day, like totally, like this thing Chris, is just crap and it needs it. It needs someone this, to just take a crap on it who knows what they're talking about. Chris, this is gonna be for you. What Transformers be Five were for Alex? <laughs> it's gonna be awesome, dude. It was me for Catwoman. I was that way for Catwoman, though. I was that with the Catwoman. I know. God, I was mad at Catwoman. I know, because you cared about the product. And I'm telling you, you care about this one. It's not because I want you to get angry because this thing sucks. I want you to get angry because this thing 
sucks. I want you to take the crap on it. It's not fun to watch, and we are watching it. That's the point. It Remember, won't be before the, nine. It won't be the, before the nine. On there. Remember, you're the one that put it on there. I am not the one who put it on there. Am I the one who put it on there? I'm the one who put it on there. Day one. You did you not put text. everything on take- there. No, dude, you put it on there because you're the Star Wars fan. You're like, we're going to put it on there and it's bad and we're going to talk about how bad it is. This is a bad movie, wheel, guys. We're going to talk about bad movies. And now we've talked about a bunch of movies and we fear that wheel. We fear that wheel, Chris. We shouldn't fear that wheel. You (laughs) fear that wheel. Not only should you not fear this wheel, Chris. We're going to take a crap on Book of Henry and we're going to take a crap on that Star Wars special, and you are going to have the biggest dump to take on it because you've got we're filling. You're filled with it. You know what you're talking about. I've seen it, man. I know where we're going, and I'm telling you, you need to wield the biggest sword that you have to kill the monsters ahead. <laughs> because it will happen, Chris. Let me, I need an Aragon, dude. I need an Aragon. Ugh, Aragon's hard to watch. Actually, you're more like from there. <laughs> but I need you to be an Aragon. Uh, Aragon's incredible uh, to watch. Henry. We're not even near it, dude. We didn't even land on it. How, mu- how much longer is it even going to be before we hit that wheel? It's going to be weeks, and we're going to have the same conversation again. I'm telling you, man. This is just like... Get... Like, when it happens, man, I need you to be there. I need you to own up, because this thing sucks, and it's going to try to destroy us all. Oh my god. This is the next Pulp Fiction. Yeah, it is. Oh my god. That's how you have consistency in drama. It's created drama. <laughs> Come back for more, folks. That comes out. But next week, we are spinning the series wheel. I already have two ideas. So, um, and they're good. <clears throat> for the series wheel, what do you got? What? This week. Okay, fair enough. I, I was, I haven't been thinking about that. I'll think about that. But wait, 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 wait. Yeah, don't look up who killed Alex. You'll like, you'll like it when it comes. Who killed up. Captain Alex? You know what it is. You know what it is. I'm assuming. No, I don't. Okay, then don't look it up because I'm telling you that's oh. going to be a fun one. Okay. It's the opposite. This movie is the opposite of the Star Wars special. Star Wars special is just like slow and boring and bad. This is like fun and interesting and bad. I have to bring notes back if we do do it. Oh my god. Yes, you will. Because you are supposed to. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> For you. They made it's this gonna, in like. It's gonna kill my excitement for nine. It has to come Remember, out. Remember, hey man, I just want you to be prepared if it doesn't. And I hope, oof, I hope I'm wrong, dude. I hope I'm wrong. I'm not going in wanting this to happen to you. I hope I'm wrong. But I'm telling you, like, you. Yeah, dude, you, you, they made it for you thinking you'd love it. They thought you'd love it, Chris. They thought you'd just love it. Oh, God. Doug, it, it really is Russian roulette. Like, we've yeah, got like 15 bullets in a chamber and one of them, and we know there's one fatal bullet there the rest are blanks but like i need your will one to fatal live. bullet in there i need your will to live chris even if you take uh, that bullet i need your will to live 
I don't know, Chris. I think Master of Disguise is a bigger bullet than the Star Wars holiday special. Yeah, Master of Disguise is pretty bad. Like, we're going to hit that, and you're going to be like, what the hell just happened to us? That's going to be crazy. <laughs> Guys, you don't even know what you're inter- what it, when toys happens. I'm going to, like, jump up and down because yeah. you don't know what you're... There's some pretty <laughs> bad ones here that are, like, lethal bullets. <laughs> I got to tell you, though, that Star Wars special is just really slow and boring and weird. Super weird. Master of Disguise is, is just much worse, it, though. It's like it moves at a sm- at a faster pace, but it's much weirder. Yeah. Ugh. And Book of Henry, guys, come on! What the hell happened there? That's Ugh. been sitting in a. Did you frame. see? Did you see Book of Henry? I did not. I've avoided. I've seen so much crap on Book of Henry, and now I know what happens. It's like I don't want to watch that movie until we see the wheel. Now I've got to watch it. There's like and so many. The wheel has dictated. Is it even still on Netflix? It's places, yeah. I don't know if it's on Netflix. Oh, I'm gonna look. Well, Xbox E3. I should look. I should look. But at the same time, like, oh god, man, maybe I should watch it right now. Um. Oh god, please no. Save it. Yeah. Nah, dude. I'm gonna. Here's the thing that I did with Tintin. Like, I watched it a lot because of the things I liked about it. If I watch Book of Henry and like I find things to talk about, I'm probably gonna watch it more than once. And I have the next few days off, so like. I'm happy. Like, I've got crap that I'm going to watch, and that seems like crap. Because here's the thing. I've been going through... I've been watching a lot of bad movies this week for the fun of it. Like, a lot of recommendations that people gave me. So, Tintin really elevated stuff. And uh, I'm, I'm in the bad movie zone. So, yeah. 22% of approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, man. <laughs> this is the movie that got Colin Trevorrow fired. Uh, um... It's, it's more than that. It was a passion project. This was like sitting in his head for a long, long time. Music by Michael Giacchino. What score has he not done? Hey, man. He'll do anything. All right, guys. I got to get going. So okay. Will... Book of Henry. Next week, we're doing the series wheel. Oh, man. It's on. We're going to be locked in. <laughs> for one of these terrible like it, we could luck out and get a good series or we could actually buy a really bad bullet here um there's a few bad ones in there um let's see the matrix the dc extended universe man i can't wait um let's see here what else bad okay those are the only two that are really bad other than um terminator that turns that goes south real, I'm more real fast terminator is an interesting terrible series <sighs> man i can't I... dude it lands on dc oh, oh man that's good that's gonna be another transformers Okay, so that that to me is yes, exactly. I the pain I feel for you on the holiday special. That's my, that's that for me. But at the same time, um, it brings the best out of me. That's the thing. <laughs> like I, I that movie because I knew it would be so bad. I like I was sitting on a cruise with my cousin who loved Superman the day the trailer from Man of Steel came out, and he looked at me and he goes, Alex, dude, Man of Steel, this looks amazing. I went, yeah, it does. It's not going to be good, though. And he's like, why? I'm like, Zack Snyder, 
he's not a good director. Like he's a great visualist. He's a great he's great imagery. I'm, I'm telling you, this imagery is amazing. It's gonna look great, but you're not gonna love it, and most people won't love it, and you're gonna be surprised at the response. And he's like, he's gonna take over the whole thing. They're like, they're gonna make a whole new universe like Marvel. I'm like, dude, this is not gonna be good. And the moment Batman vs Superman came out as your sequel for Man of Steel, I didn't hear word one from my cousin about any excitement he had for that movie. He kept his mouth away from me, and it's because I knew what we were going to get. And then I watched it. I did not know that we were going to get that. It's such an interesting, like, depressing thing to watch. So much, like, all of that money could have gone so. It could have saved so many people's lives. You could have said. I mean, the funny <laughs> thing is. <laughs> How did you this I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. Okay. Next week, the Book of Henry, and we yeah. spin the series wheel. I gotta go. We're gonna say the about... same thing for Book of Henry. It's the same thing. Like, why did you make this? Why did you I throw money? Is Naomi Watson this? I like second by. We gotta go. Feed like a bunch of people. Oh, by the way, David Lynch got an Oscar. David Lynch got an Oscar. Yeah, that's, that's good. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye.